good morning everyone um welcome to another episode of what's happening so it's been a gap of 4 days now um i had few travel issues to take care of so i wasn't able to put up the episode but yeah um i was like i wanted to put this episode today for sure because um it's going to contain a very important news item for the day uh, that has been happening uh, in the past couple of days and then we have a few snippet items which are also definitely important and significant so i definitely wanted to put out for today's episode even though it's a bit late today it's around 11 11 am uh so today it's going to be 20th of july um 2021 and i i hope it's the 37th episode if i'm not wrong of what's happening um yeah i've been getting the episode numbers wrong for the past couple of episodes uh, so i'm not sure if i'm right now but yeah let's go to the episode quickly um the one headline that every one of us would have read in instagram twitter as well as on your whatsapp as well um something that trends with pegasus noob git so let's let's get to see um what's basically pegasus is about pegasus is a software that's designed by a group that's called nso group in israel nso group exclusively sells uh, surveillance software to governments um though you know on the paper they say it's for uh, you know to uh, surveil not on you know all the public but um it is targeted uh, to prevent national security attacks attacks against national security attacks on important monuments etc that's the goal that's stated but not all governments right follow paper um they do uh, things that benefit them always so uh, pegasus is to be viewed as a surveillance software that can be used in any way against any individual by the government that's how we need to see it so now what has happened um the charges of snooping are not new uh, to this government um or nor you know any government in india a lot of state governments um including the dmk government at one point was um, you know um accused of snooping um a lot of uh, politicians um including um ms j jayalalitha as well uh, as well as you know a lot of important um people at the top echelons ias officers ips officers every government have you know at some point uh, the intelligence apparatus of the nation or the state itself has snooped on um, a lot of people so why is this important um, this targeted snooping right that has happened now is a very wide variety as i said uh, um, i mean wide variety of people have been targeted as i said previously when snooping happens it would happen within the government it would listen to uh, top ias ips officers mobile phones politicians and maybe opposition leaders but now what has happened is uh, the snoop has not stopped there it has gone over to lot of important journalists uh, right um, both um, for and against the government people who are thought to be for and against the government uh, the snoop gate has extended so a uh, lot of targets include rahul gandhi as expected because he is the opposition leader and then it also includes the former election commissioner ashok lavasa um, again this is a very new thing because election commission is considered to be one of the most independent and powerful bodies um, that is on par with the government like you know even if the government puts out a law the election commission would not follow immediately and uh, the government cannot basically curb down the independency of the election commission so that is there then uh, uh, the poll strategist prashant kishore was also suspected to be targeted the report of this targeting um, has been released actually on the wire um, which is an online uh, print media and it has said that this was revealed as a part of the testing by a world consortium of 
journalists not only um, you know uh, wire did this it's done with the collusion of lot of you know other world media um and uh, uh, so one does this pegasus software does so it's actually a zero action software meaning that uh, you know the if if at all you are the target right and uh, you would have to be infected it's not that you need to click consciously on an email link or you know any other link that you get over a text message if i give you um, whatsapp message to call from um, a pegasus um, endpoint right or pegasus system your cell phone will automatically be affected once affected the software will be able to track call lag call logs um read the messages obtain your location without your consent from uh, google and all that so it'll exploit all of the android api so i guess uh, you know if this is going to be um, as big as what it's been said because it it said that there have been snooping happening on ambassadors of afghanistan and lot of other countries as well so if that's going to be the case i guess it'll be taken up at the international level and maybe this might come back to google because um even though it's a vulnerability it's a security problem on android phones and iphone as well apple as well so so there is some exploiting happening by the software um in both of these uh, systems and then um it's our way sends surveillance data to the government yeah and there is one more concerning person who has been you know uh, believed to be snooped off is there was a um, there was a sexual allegation against the ex chief justice ranjan gogoi by a supreme court staffer um, though this investigation was closed off after a you know a discreet committee uh, and gave, after a discreet committee gave a clean sheet to ranjan gogoi um, this particular staffer who is anonymous until now was also believed to be snooped and um, uh, the family members of the staffer has also believed to be snooped so as i said this kind of snooping extends beyond uh, the governmental influence circle or people who can influence the government it is almost extended to somebody in the public so that is what is very concerning about this particular um, uh, snooping uh, when asked immediately to um, ashwin vaishnav who is the current it minister he say, he obviously denied it saying that the laws of india uh have you know uh, does not allow snooping and it's definitely not legal it's not something that this government practices is what his reply was because of this snooping um, both the houses of the parliament was actually adjourned after a lot of problems done by the opposition parties so i think uh, the so the prime minister was supposed to introduce ministers who took oath because he recently the council of ministers changed um, but the opposition parties did not allow it and uh, the house both lok sabha and rajya sabha was adjourned and um, uh, the whip of the congress party the main opposition party has given a notice to the lok sabha speaker to you know suspend the regular business uh, of the house and then take this particular snoop gate for a discussion let's wait and see what happens in the discussion in the parliament um in the forthcoming days right the next news is regarding again a supreme court news uh, supreme court on monday um it asked for explanation to the kerala government about its rational uh, about the rational behind the decision to lower the um covid restrictions between july 18th and 20th when bakrid is going to be celebrated so the kerala government initially said that um, it's going to reduce the um, restrictions but if you see kerala kerala has been giving high numbers uh, right from the start uh, both during the first and second wave even now the numbers uh, seem to be quite high when compared to other states 
which has reached the peak. Uh, Kerala has also reached the peak, but it seems to plateau. That is, the curve is flat, but it's not reducing. It's just going at a constant pace. So that was the question by the Kerala Supreme Court. Let's wait and see what the Kerala government replies um, to the Supreme Court on an affidavit. Uh, the next news is regarding um, a report, a particular report. Oxfam is an international organization that tracks inequalities in countries. So what is the quantum of inequality in a country? Like, you know, what is the level of access um, people have to water, sanitization, health infrastructure, as well as money or income as a whole? So it tracks down different inequalities. Um, now uh, it has released the India Inequality Report 2021. Uh, looking at the highlights of the report um, is a bit concerning, but again, this trend has been seen in India for a lot of time. If you see um, in the general health infrastructure accessibility, uh, the general category uh, and the health indicators as well, the general category of people who belong to the top caste um, are better off in terms of you know health indicators and accessibility of health infrastructure when compared to SC and ST people. Uh, the same is the case with you know men and women. Men have better access to healthcare than women, and uh, again that is the same case with urban and rural population. The urban population has a better uh, access to healthcare than the rural population. So this is not something new. This is what the every government is trying to you know overcome by using lot of. Um, uh, plans uh, like for example giving reservation or uh, you know giving preference to women um, and then developing the infrastructure in rural areas but it, it it still seems to have not got the better results so i guess we have to make it better during the implementation in addition to it one thing would be that the general inequality which is income based between the top and bottom 20 percent in india is close to 55.1 percent that is um, if you take um, a person at the top 20%, he would earn 55 rupees. Let's assume he earns 55 rupees a day. Then the bottom 20% of the people earn just 1 rupee. When you compare him with somebody in the bottom 20, they would earn just 1 rupee. That is also concerning because 55% inequality difference is not actually a very good number you could say uh, this inequality has to be reduced by giving them educational opportunities um, you know health infrastructure and whatnot um, let's see what happens in this case right i think we are at the international segment we are going to close off with a couple of news items yeah okay before that i have one final news item uh, that is kind of positive so nirmala sitaraman our finance minister recently gave a press conference and where she quoted the World Investment Report. The World Investment Report is a report that's released by United Nations Conference on Trade and Development. So basically it tracks, uh, you know, the economy, the trade economy between countries. So uh, in that report, the FDI or Foreign Direct Investment, the amount of foreign companies investing in India has increased by over 25.4%. So that means, uh, you know, there is more interest in foreign companies investing in India. So this would eventually lead to um, one of the factors for economic recovery. So that's what we hope. Right. So with that, we close off the national segment and we'll move to the international news item. Um, yeah, we have seen uh, news about uh, the fight between Taliban and the Afghan forces and uh, the US, UK and Australian forces are slowly leaving Afghanistan. Taliban is slowly capturing a lot of places and um, we have also got reports about um, 
Taliban imposing um, a strict rule or a Sharia law that is against human rights. Um, I mean, not the Sharia law as such, but certain provisions of those law that is implemented by the Taliban's are against human rights. So, amid this particular scenario, the diplomatic missions, meaning that um, the group of people um, belonging to various countries like US, UK and European Union in the Kabul region has called for a ceasefire uh, between uh, Taliban and the uh, Afghan central government. Um, though there are talks that has been happening in the Doha, in Doha, Qatar, between um, the Afghan government and the uh, Taliban council, which is ruling a um, lot of places, uh, that is mediated by a lot of countries, but yet breakthrough is not reached. A ceasefire agreement, meaning um, an agreement to stop the war on both the sides, is not yet to be reached. I guess until then, the Afghan people have to suffer and they have been suffering for a long, long time, right? Um, um, after the Taliban takeover, after the, you know, Russian occupation, after the United States uh, fought a full-blown war the pa- past, for the past 20 years or so, um, it's I, I re- really feel for the Afghani citizens, um, you know, to go through these kind of problems in an age um, which is, you know, um, which is predominantly information age and uh, uh, in which wars are not actually fought physically. I mean, not not all wars are fought physically. Uh, you know, knowledge-based wars are fought all over the world. Uh, that does not at least, you know, uh, cause deaths like the physical war. So I really feel for them. Let's hope things get better in Afghanistan in the forthcoming days. Right. The final news item, again, it's going to be a concerning item that's regarding uh, climate change. So the ETH Technical University of Sweden has conducted a lot of studies, especially in the, uh, not Sweden, sorry, Swiss, Swiss. So it has conducted studies on the Swiss Alps region, um, the famous mountains, um, Alps mountains. So in that, the studies have revealed formation of more than 1000 new lakes meaning that there is some kind of melting happening uh, maybe in glaciers or the regular uh, snow that's called permafrost uh, that's below the soil uh, maybe anything we don't know the exact source of it but thousand new lakes have been formed meaning that there is some melting happening in the um, swiss alps uh, so th- so they expected to find at the maximum of 200 or 300 lakes. Um, that was their expectation with the current levels of, um, uh, you could say, global warming. But uh, they were alarmed when they found out there were more than 1,000 lakes. So that is the rate of global warming that is happening all over the world. And I guess everyone has a party to it. We cannot you know, point fingers at different countries. Every country has to collectively come together and then try to reduce this temperature. That's where we had something called Paris Agreement, Paris Climate Agreement, wherein uh, you know countries had targets on emissions, uh, targets on reducing the global warming. Uh, but lot of there, there has been a lot of problems in this. Uh, Trump immediately pulled out when he took charge of the United States uh, government. But then Biden again signed up uh, United States into back into Paris climate change. I think it's duty of every government to you know. Uh, judiciously um, implement these records and I would say uh, the Narendra Modi government at this particular um, issue um, has been thought to be well on track uh, so it's it's almost two or three countries that are on track for the Paris climate change agreement in reducing emissions and I'm proud to say that India is one of them uh, this was a report from UN again in the recent days so um, so with respect to this particular news item, if at all all of the countries right, um, go full-blown and then implement the Paris Climate Change Agreement, even then we would have already lost more than two-thirds of the glaciers in the mountainous regions of the world. 
so that was the prediction that's done but again let's not again um uh, get bogged down by that number let's let's let us save the remaining you know one third of um, uh, one third of the lakes at least uh, to be left it for the future generations okay, i guess today has been a unusually long one uh, because of the pegasus no get uh, yeah that's about it thank you uh, stay safe and have a great day